Hello my dear listeners my name is Kishor Ganesh and in this episode of the Vocal Upward Visuals podcast I'll be reviewing the latest film from the DCEU or the DCU or something universe Shazam Fury of the Gods starring Zachary Levi Asher Angel Jack Dylan Grazer Rachel Ziegler Lucy Liu Megan Good Jumon Honsu and the legend that is Helen Mirren It is directed by David F Sandberg and written by Henry Gaden and Chris Morgan and the character of Shazam was originally created by Bill Parker Let me begin by saying James Gunn is doing his utmost to clean up the DCEU or the DCU or whatever it is going to be called I'm going to go on record here and say that I was not a fan of most of the casting choices of the previous or is it the current DCEU that Zack Snyder kickstarted including the choice of Zack Snyder as a director of so many films that featured the biggest IP/characters not just in the DC universe or even in the superhero space but probably in the world in the form of Batman, Superman and Wonder Woman. And if James Gunn agrees with you on the fact that the Shazam universe is fun and needs to be retained, I'm not going to lie, that validation feels great. When I watched Shazam part 1, I noticed a rare quality in that film that has been rapidly going missing from superhero movies, both Marvel and DC included, which is that at some level these movies have to appeal to kids or for more mature titles the kid inside you Shazam manages that and I'm very happy to say Shazam 2 Fury of the Gods also manages that no matter what the rock thinks of Shazam or Zachary Levi I love this character and the actor in fact I am a Zachary Levi fan from his Chuck days and the dude's a solid actor He is funny, vulnerable, charismatic and relatable. All the qualities that you need to play a character that is an around 18 year old kid turning into an adult and fighting monsters. Shazam 2 does another simple yet brilliant thing. It casts other likable and talented actors around Levi so that they can add to the charm of the film. Yes, that's the word, charm. This film is charming. and not just because it deals with magic it is charming because it gets the problems that kids in this film are dealing with right thereby checking the nostalgia box and it gets the problems that superheroes are dealing with right as well and as much as it is happening in the current day and age the film benefits immensely from being set in philadelphia and around a lower income household full of foster kids and combined with the kind of warmish coloring adopted throughout the film all of these make the film feel like it is showcasing a time when children did more outdoorsy things as opposed to make tiktok videos this is a film about kids overcoming the odds and being heroes set in a small town says the podcaster fully aware that philadelphia is nowhere a small town i don't know Philly somehow from whatever i've seen in movies of course because i've never been there hoping to visit one day of course seems to have that wholesome vibe that small towns have despite 
having huge skyscrapers and massive stadiums so the film's gotten the casting right and the setting right what else is there but to create an environment for these things to shine in which is accomplished with the help of a competent emotionally resonant script and a pacey screenplay check and check with those two thanks to the writers henry gaden and chris morgan i'm going to steal a point that youtube reviewer extraordinaire jeremy jans made where he says that a very good part of the film is that it is self contained the story starts and ends in one film and going back to the things that are rapidly disappearing from superhero films how rare is this quality becoming and like mr jan says there is no need to do any homework for this film i suppose this is more of a kids movie than the credit that people give it because which kid likes to do homework and of course when i say kid i mean a kid at heart also going back to original content now <clears throat> this movie is basically what happens when whatever the makers of thor love and thunder were going for happens has intended they wanted to make a superhero movie accessible to kids but somehow really tick me and i'm assuming a whole bunch of fans off by treating the mythos of thor and avengers with a bit too much disdain if that's the right word in case of shazam 2 the writers and the director treat the mythos of shazam with respect even if in some situations they have to bow down to the requirements of the larger universe in which this film resides in and make a few reveals without build up like the final name reveal for example i'm going to leave that intentionally vague so as to not give any spoilers and finally coming to the performances there are two actors who sell the film big time thanks to their charm and talent and of course are ably aided by the writing too and they are jack dylan grazer followed by zachary levi they are the heartwarming buddies slash brothers that if not the world i needed to see for sure this film is largely driven by sibling dynamics and these two do a lot of heavy lifting in making it work apart from this we have helen mirren who delivers what is expected of her in this role she is menacing but not prone to going ballistic and simultaneously is gentle and fair another actress who really stood out was rachel ziegler who in this role was another big reason why this movie was as charming as it turned out to be all the other actors including the kid actors ably performed their respective roles ensuring that the final product was an entertaining kid adventure that happens to be set in the dc universe on the whole i had a really good time with shazam fury of the gods it was the medicine that i needed to rid myself of this disease called superhero fatigue it accomplished this by doing something very simple telling a proper hero slash hero story within the runtime of a film with the help of a charming cast oh oh two points that i want to register before i end this review in terms of product placement the skittles product placement in this film is eye wateringly in your face and a bit cringy brace yourself for that and the second point is that no set myers and john oliver shazam fury of the gods is not quote an objectively bad movie end quote and if it is quote a recent and specific example end quote 
of anything then it is not of a bad film once again my name is kishore ganesh this is the vocal about visuals podcast and thank you my dear listeners for your time and for listening please do give this podcast a follow on your preferred podcast platforms and on youtube give my socials a follow at podcast plural on instagram and twitter for funny memes that i create myself about movies and the movie industry in general occasional banter about arsenal fc and just random thoughts that i have about films tv shows and anime <music>